Hello and welcome to Push to Prod. I'm your co-host Cole and I work on Use A Lot, a tool to help SaaS companies build revenue through customer success. And I'm your co-host Dan Miller. I'm building a SaaS for the first time and learning as I go. Each episode, we chat about all sorts of things to do with the world of starting, growing and operating software businesses. And today, it's the 10th of August. Whoa, um, times have flown since we've recorded another episode, Cole, and it is still pretty cold in Canberra. How's it going up there in your part of the world? It's a, well, magic day today. We've actually had really good weather up until, um, I think we had three days of rain over the last probably, I don't know, seems like month. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I... uh, I've been, it's funny actually, we got some painting done, like, you know, some concrete painting done on the surface yeah. of uh, some outside around our pool. And we had all this good weather and then they came and put the paint on and then and the, the day, day after it rained. It rained. And then the paint <laughs> actually flaked off and they had to come back. Oh my back. God. So it's like, but yeah, man, I'm actually, um, I've enjoyed, this winter has not been as cold. But, no. Um, at the same time, I have realised it is, I don't like winters as much. So I, I think last <laughs> time we talked, I was going up to the tropics. Is that right? Have I caught yeah, up with you since That's the last then? time we spoke. How'd I you go? That was sounded like it was going to be a lovely trip up there. Yeah, I feel so bad. It's been a month. Um, yeah, it was. Man. I've never been up there and I loved it. And I'm just like... Um, so for everyone that's listening, uh, Cole basically just, he drifted away as a castaway on a desert island somewhere and didn't come back for a month. That's why we haven't recorded. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish it was totally like that, but let's just pretend that's what happened. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I think I went up there and I just got a a taste of the, uh, living in the, uh, tropics life and came back and never, never switched back on. But, um, (laughs) yeah, it's, uh, if you've ever, for those who haven't, got up north in Australia. I mean, it is, it's awesome. Yeah, I just loved it. And so um, I think that's going to be a July annual trek. You know, I think it's definitely yeah, worthwhile. Yeah, definitely worthwhile. Um, but yeah, apart from that, it's then been trying to get back into things. So, you know, I was, I was following you along and you sort of had a bit of a hiatus yourself there for a bit of a yeah, break. Yeah, I shouldn't say definitely. hiatus, just a break. Just a bit of a break. I do it every now and again, just so I don't get too caught up, you know, you can get um you can get really sucked into staying online and doing lots of stuff in there and every now and again you sort of got to say to yourself time for a break you know mm. get back to the real world <laughs> get yeah. back in touch get your hands into the you know into the into the earth so to speak so yeah, that's I, what I've been doing and we yeah. sort of touched on it before we hit record but I I feel like there's this this year's been weird because I don't think it's been it's been slow and not slow in certain things like you know everything's back from covid but at the same time Everything's not back, you know, whether or not it's, you know, people worrying about economy, there's mm. some craziness in the world. And so, yeah, I think it was just a time to go, I don't, you know, we can, we can take a break. You know what I mean? We can, we don't have to just go. Absolutely. You know, balls to the wall, you know, pressure, pressure, pressure. We need to deliver, deliver, deliver. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I took that time. And, and to be honest, what you just said, taking a break, I, um, I sort of got back into one of my, I didn't, I did this a few months back, started getting back into one of my old hobbies. I signed myself up to, I play war games, like, war. Mm. Ha- well, I should say I used to play war games. I haven't played them in like eight years, seven years, yeah. something like that. And um, yeah, an old, an, a tournament was coming. It's actually this weekend and about three months ago, I, I put my name down as a, because uh, it was full, you couldn't get in. Um, I put my name down as a, look, if people drop out, you know, send me in and it was just before i went to the uk actually they messaged me and said yeah they've had dropouts do you want to come in cool and i went yeah cool and then i went oh crap now i need to like paint an army and learn the game again because <laughs> i haven't played it for so long so yeah so that was a little bit of just deliberate switching off the computer do you have to bring a new a new army along to each no, sort of but tournament or 
sort of like the podcast is. It's like a bit of a motivator for me. So if like uh-huh. you know, if you know you're going to a tournament, and I had yeah. some an army that um, I bought literally ten years ago, didn't do anything with it, and I always wanted to have it painted. So I went, I'm going to take that one because it'll make me do it. So Yeah, cool. Yeah, so just like only half an hour a day or something like yeah. that. I just put a bit of paint on the models and it's all done now as of like last week. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, that's going to be my weekend to be honest. I it's- can imagine <laughs> it'd be very sort of um, meditative when you're painting is, as well. Because yeah. you're like, you're just focusing and yeah. That'd yeah, be- it's, it's one of those. I loved it years ago, but they, yeah, I mean, I won't go totally into it but they got rid of the game i loved and so i sort of <laughs> was a bit angry and went bugger that i'm not touching this stuff <laughs> um but yeah i've slowly you know that's that's they're actually bringing my game back out so i'm sort of prepping for that so that'd be good this is a nice. version we're playing on the weekend but yeah. very cool yeah speaking of games i got into a bit of basic fantasy rpg gaming at work as well that's not boulder's gate was it hey wasn't Baldur's Gate as in the game. No, no, it's oh. actually just it's actually called Basic Fantasy. That was that oh. was what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It, it sort of goes back to some real early rules from basically like the seventies sort of style. So it's very not so um heavily structured. There's a lot more freedom to it. Yeah, so um, not not as eighteen D ish, but before, yeah. prior to that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, wow. and it's pretty cool. Um I haven't been, you know, into that world much. And so I'm loving it. Yeah, <laughs> the guys yeah. have been playing since I think December last year, and so their their you know their journey's already fairly well advanced. And thankfully, they were kind enough to let me let, you know let jump you roll in a character a and get in. Have you yeah. um <laughs> have you done anything with ChatGPT with that? No. Oh, because uh, I uh, I'm, I did it a few months back. I oh, probably it was probably about a month ago. I was sitting around, and when I was thinking about Warhammer stuff, I was thinking about they've got a Warhammer role play game, and I went. Oh, now that's older. ChatGPT would know this. And I heard yeah. people were fiddling around with Dungeon Dragons with it. And I went, I'm just going to see if I can tell it to like, a you know, just me being one person. <laughs> it can be my games master. And it that does. Awesome. It does the whole thing. <laughs> that <laughs> so, is very cool. <laughs> so if you don't have any friends and you want to role play, you just get ChatGPT up. <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> so, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm loving it. Nah, so yeah. um, oh, it sounds like we both sort of went back to our... um. Our childhood there for yeah, a little yeah. bit. Just had a bit of a relax. <laughs> it's probably pretty normal. Let's just pretend we're in Northern Hemisphere. It was the summer holidays. So yeah, that sounds pretty normal. I mean, everyone else was on their summer holidays. We've right. we've got ours. We just do the bonus one. We'll do it. We'll do another one in six months' time. I love it. That's very Aussie. I love it. Cool. Yeah. So um, yeah. I mean, this is going to be a bit of a catch up. I think we both you know contacted each other and said we better get a pot out but we didn't really have a specific topic i yeah. i did like something you brought up on twitter so we can talk about that in a bit oh sorry x um <laughs> yeah, bring that up that in a bit but do you want to i guess what have you been have you did you get back into your project as well i guess oh yeah definitely yeah. having a bit of fun with it um i got my sort of my mvp finished i'm happy with that wow okay, so it's it's, cool. it's it's in the hands now and ready to be you know played around with and Kristen's, you know, looking into it and she's going to be my beta tester, <laughs> my alpha tester. Well, that's what um, I was saying. I was just about to ask that because you were sort of, hopefully you're going to dog food this. Correct? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's what we're doing. Yeah. So when you say MVP beta, is that, it, it, are you actually doing it yet or are you still just testing it before it's, it goes? It's live in a, in, in a, in a hosted environment. Yeah. Um, this has been the busiest time of year for uh-huh. our business. Like the end of financial year is usually like uh, Christmas for a retail business. You know, you're, you're super busy. So we're just coming off the tail end of that this week. 
everything will probably start settling into a bit more of a groove probably starting next week so i reckon we'll get into it then yeah yeah it's not one of it's like deploying on friday eh? you don't yeah, do that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah it's been ridiculous uh it's been yeah. good so and what else i've been doing with that and i've been playing around with um i got a basic stripe integration working so that was that was what got me to the mvp point i went okay great that's that's enough yeah. And then from there, I'm thinking, okay, now it's time to just refine that data model a bit and see if I can prepare to handle, you know, access to features based on subscription plans. And I'll talk about it a bit more in a, in a, in a, when we get into it later, but that's what I've been doing. Yeah, cool. I thought that was interesting because you did put it out on Twitter. I'm just going to keep yeah. saying that. Are we supposed to call it Twitter? I'm just going to, I'm going to keep calling it Twitter. It's still a Twitter <laughs> icon on my Mac. I'm still not sold whether or not the whole thing was just a marketing gimmick and <laughs> I'm just going to go back. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, because I just thought there was some interesting things there that, um, you know, I definitely had run into when I built Social Pinpoint and, and I think you were going the same route. So, I mean, it's probably pretty common, but I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what have you been up to? Yeah. Well, like, so, you know, one, I mean, the, probably the annoying thing is the slowness of what we've, you know, used a lot's traction. And I think that's been partly, a lot of it's been, the I think, July. Like, it's just dead, like, overseas yeah. you know we haven't had as much interest like that but um but we did use that time like charles did an awesome job like rebuilding the entire website and web flow because one of the things we thought about like the website was i think i think we the guys we contracted it out 18 months ago and got it built and it was barely a features page and you know stuff like yeah. that so we went through just for you know just we know it's a long game just building out the seo around community um community that's still in my head um uh, customer success. Uh, so we wanted to really add a, f a lot more pages around, you know, you know, don't want to go full features, but I guess when people start delving into the website, they do want to know um, what features. I'm looking at it now. I can yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. So now there's a lot more and the style of it means we can come along. Like right now we've got like six broad, I guess, features, but that's going to break. We've already got another three that we want to put up there. And then also the industries. I think we talked about the industries a couple of pods ago around, um, you know, GovTech and like, you know, enterprise stuff and startups. So we're going to sort of build actual, you know, industry-based focused yeah, yeah, pages. Yeah. So the, the website's just the way Charles has structured it there. It's, it can be done. Like we can expand it out now. So it's heaps better like that. looks really clean. That's nice. Yeah. And so that was, um, you know, I mean, Webflow's awesome once you got into it and plus the templates out there. And so, you know, it was a few iterations of banging around whether or not how much do you want to build it yourself versus you know, used off the shelf stuff. And I think yeah. it was, you know, Charles just ended up smashing it out really. It was good awesome. He's done a good job. It looks yeah. really nice. Yeah. Um, and then obviously with that in parallel was trying to do, um, I sort of switched. That's probably why my Twitter went dark. I, I switched a lot of my effort at least for three weeks of just pumping out like LinkedIn stuff. Oh yeah. Um, because the whole thing is we wanted to launch and then run that and then see what happened. And I guess the yep. down, <laughs> probably not the greatest timing given that North America was probably a lot of them are on holidays, but you know, to be honest, we didn't see them. We haven't yet seen a massive jump. Not, and I'm, mm. you know, I'm not naive. I'm not expecting it to be huge. But um, so it's just that that's where we're in now. We're in this weird state of okay, is is what we've done? Like, is it working? Is it is it not? <laughs> like, and it's you know, it can be frustrating at times. But you know, I again going back to my point about just playing the long game and and not being too stressed about things. I just, this is a good market, and I continually get articles on the growing state of this market, especially forecast, you know, 2025, yeah. 2028. And I'm like, as long as we're in there somewhere, but the only way we're going to be in there is just to continually just be in there, even if yeah. it's not 
Got to yeah, be in the profitable game. Profitable just yet if it's something that we can drag on. And I think we can do that. So, yeah. Um, yeah so that's, if it's been that and, you know, a couple of you know, these trial people getting them up and running and finding some stuff and yeah, little things like that. But it hasn't been like, yeah, it's, it has not been busy by any means with it. So, you know, juggling that and, and just paying the bills with some contracting really. So it's been a bit of a, yeah. just a bit of a change. Hopefully we can get, you know, smashed back into it as things pick up. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm liking I'm liking the the way that you've structured it. You know, obviously they always say you know talk about your values and you know the benefits, and I can see that you're doing that really well on the um on the homepage there. And but you know what, actually having the features listed up there is actually really good because mm. a lot of people then sort of say, okay, great, I've read your value proposition at the front page, I understand it, what I'm going to get, tell me what I what I'm going to use, and yeah. sometimes. Sites go either mm. one way, too heavy one way or the other. They go all features, in which case it doesn't describe the value. Yeah. Or they just go all value, all value. And then you walk away from the website going, yeah, what does it I do? still don't yeah. understand what this thing is. <laughs> oh, totally. And I've always struggled that even with, um, you know, when we did social pinpoint, that is a, it's, it's a different vertical because then we were trying to educate as well. But what we yeah. were finding is the people if they weren't educated, they wouldn't find you anyway. <laughs> you know, like yeah, this idea, yeah. I remember I remember when we were in an accelerator and one of the dumbest things people can tell you is you, um, you know, you should be able to, you, your grandmother should be able, what is that, the mum test? Your grandmother oh, yeah. or your mum should be able to understand it. I'm like, bullshit, yeah. I'm not selling to them. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm selling a, a specialised tool for a purpose here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So unless you're B to C, I just think that one's ridiculous. Yep. But um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like at the same time, yes, you do want to solve their problem. Um, you want to show them that you understand the problem. But at some yeah. point, depending on the maturity, mm. I think people get there and they go, I want to know, especially if they know what your competitors are. It's like, I want to know how, you know, I'm interested in this thing and I want to see it on your website and see how you compare. So we, we do need to do the comparisons pages and all that. So yeah, it's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's yeah. a, it's a very nicely well started journey. <laughs> I can tell you that. That looks yeah. great. Well done. Um, you have to pass on you. Oh, yeah. we are. Congrats to Charles yeah, as well. Yeah, no, he's been. Yeah. He's he's basically a Webflow expert now. That's for sure. Nice. <laughs> Who needs a designer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, mate. So, it, you know, this has been a catch up, and I think we I did we talk about before about you know the, how I was playing around with that, um, um, changing the, the data model for when I was handling subscriptions. Yeah, well, you get your opinion on some of that. Like, have you yeah. had a bit of a chance to look at that um, that diagram that I drew? For I, anyone who's listening, like, I drew a little diagram. I threw it up on Trina and I said, "Hey, critique my uh, logical data model for um, yep. handling subscriptions." So yeah, I'll have to remember to throw this in the uh, show notes because we usually don't have too much resources. So I'll remind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I think um, I, I wasn't one hundred percent. The the question I wanted to sort of get you to walk me through is sort of what the entitlement part was. Ah, but, yeah, yeah. but ultimately, I think your premise was 100% true. And I'll, I'll state what I think if you tell me if I was, what, it's what you were saying. is like mm. you, wanted, you wanted this flexibility where you had, you know, plans and subscriptions, but then if someone, if you needed to, you wanted the flexibility to keep adjusting them and changing them, adding new ones and making sure that you weren't forcing your old people who are already on one to get pulled into a new one and things like that. And so it was quite flexible, but not, you know, over the top, you know, yeah. so to speak. Is that sort of... That's exactly what I was going for. So, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> My diagram possibly works. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I'm going for. So I'm thinking early days, I've only got a few features in the app, right? Yep. But over time, that's going to grow. But what 
you know, I don't want to do is then just keep gifting those features to those early subscribers. I want to, you know, reward a few people for a while, but at some point you want to say, all right, enough's enough. Um, mm. You've probably got to upgrade at this point because in reverse, if you just keep gifting things to people and don't charge them an extra higher price, they're going to start devaluing your product in their, their mind. They're going to think, oh, well, I'm yeah. only paying nine bucks for this thing now or whatever it is or $20 for this thing. And it's um, it looks like there's about $100 worth of value in there, but why are they selling it so cheap? So, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. let's just, let's just, anyone who's listening going, no, don't add stuff, you know, until you know you can sell the, like this is not, we're not talking about validating this, this product, eh? Like yeah. you, you're dog fooding it in your business. It's, it's definitely. It's a hot, like you can spend whatever time you want on yep, it. So right. let's I'm throw not, that out. I'm not yeah. doing experiment here. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually, this, this, this is actually a burning need. We've, we've, we, we need this. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm building so it for a purpose. Yeah. That's why I don't think you're over like, you know, this is not something that you're like, hey, did you, why are you doing this now? I, I particularly, it's not so much, to me, it's not the plan stuff that's exciting, which I think what you're doing is good as well. But it is this idea that you're thinking about features because I think feature flagging is something that should go in earlier than what most people start putting it in. And I think it has a lot of benefits for even solo developers because you start getting that freedom of being able to go, right, even if I'm not using it for features that users use, Mm. I can start safely, you know, now once you've got your first couple of clients, the worst thing you want to be able to do is go, oh, I don't want to get experimental because I don't want to like break yeah. something. It's like now you've got this feature system in there. You want to be able can, to drop things in. Yeah, yeah, you can turn something on just for you guys. And I think that's the most important part. And of course, you tie that straight into, you know, the plan or the package or whatever you're calling yep. it here in order to say that this particular thing comes with these features. Um and, and allow you to it, change yeah. them, yeah. And so I think, you know, I think it's awesome. The only thing, so without, it's hard to walk through the diagram, but the plan to package to entitlement to feature thing, can you, like, what's the entitlement part? Because I think it's probably just a nomenclature thing that I just want to It is a nomenclature clarify. thing. I, it's essentially, a, it's what you would call a join table yeah. um, to, to deal with that many-to-many -many relationship. Oh, okay, right. right. So, so you've named the many-to-many, -many. yep. Yeah. And and what it, what it basically means is if, if you're, if say for example you've got a, a two plans in your in your product, right? You've got individual plan, or you say you've got a, you know, a basic plan or a professional plan, right? The basic plan's ten bucks, the the pro plan's thirty bucks, something like that. Um, you want to say that in the basic plan you get access to the following features, right? Yep. Um, and if you're in the pro plan, you get access to all those features plus extra That's bunch nice. of features on top of that. Yep. Um, so that's what's going up there in the entitlement. Gotcha. But it's and basically a join is what it is. It is when I can see it now when I go yeah. it's a feature to package many yeah. to many. Yeah. And yeah, I think I was looking it. across and I saw it go one to many, one yeah, to many. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, what's this is cool? What's this? Is this like a grouping thing? But no, that's exactly what. It, well, in that case, it's virtually the same as what I did um, in Social Pinpoint back in whenever it was, 2013. And I still stayed there till now because it's so go. flexible. Yeah, um, the, concept, the concept's pretty solid, hey? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think you had to go too far overboard. It was really good. Like the only thing that, like from the things I would work differently, and it's not even, geez, it's not even the data model. The UI could do this for you or the algorithm is one thing that we never built in Social Pinpoint automatically was if you, transferred someone i'm just trying to remember what we did here um if you transferred someone from one plan to another like i say a grandfathered plan to a non-grandfathered i i think we did the logic that if you had turned on a feature in 
basically they didn't lose a feature. Oh, you, you had right. to manually go in and turn them off. So just gotcha. in, just in the event someone had gone in and flicked them to a different plan, and suddenly they were running a feature. That, gotcha. Do you know what I mean? Like just as I a safety mechanism. But you could easily do that with logic. You could have this flag that says, do you want to do X, Y, you know. What I could possibly do then is just create a, an additional new package, really, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. So, mm. yeah, so that's the only thing we did. But we just, um, I like the idea of having, and I think this is what you've got here, is like these, I call them plans, but I think they're packages. What yours mm-hmm. is, is they're just definitions and they're saying that this package has these features on and then if you transfer to another one, you've got a different set. And I guess- mm-hmm. Exactly what it is, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we just had this extra bit of business logic that went, okay, don't turn off, oh, you know, cool. feature A. And that- um, I, That's a great idea. It was only, I think it was only because we were, um, we didn't get a lot of downgrades. So it was yeah, easy yeah. to downgrade stuff and turn the ones off. But, you know, we had government projects running for like a year. And if they eventually downgrade, you, you didn't want to like, you couldn't. You like, didn't want to take it away. You couldn't pull away a site that was right. I mean, technically, you yeah. could argue why. Why wouldn't you? Um, yeah. But there was some little things like that that we just chose to oh, do. You it. Just now, yeah. now you've just created a whole bunch of stuff going on in my head, which I'll have to go and figure out another day of yeah. How do I deal with downgrades? Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, look. I mean, the reality, the simple way is you go bugger it. You just reapply the features as as yeah. done. You know. The only other thing we always did too, which could get out of hand but i thought was awesome was just like dark features so uh, you yeah, know we yeah. we had some feature flags which we could mm-hmm. reuse over time for different features and then eventually they would wouldn't be features anymore they'd be part of the product so that we'd yeah, remove yeah. them off that and yeah um, yeah but no and flexible model i think it's totally yeah. um, what you want to want to do and and which parts connected through to stripe is it the package has the yeah, definition it'd be the package. of the so whenever, or whatever they call it. And the subscription. So whenever yeah. so I get it like an event from Stripe that says, yeah, you know, subscription complete or created, then I would just run some logic to sort of say, okay, great. There's an entry there in the subscription and that would tell me which package they're subscribed to. Yeah. 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 Nah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so and when, when you said you integrated with Stripe, where do yeah. you get to versus this? Like, is that um, just literally doing a basic payment just the, thing, the most basic out of the box get the thing working <laughs> oh, okay. okay yeah yeah so like it, it's it's like a flow from um you know from a payment page or a sign yep. up page um through to picking your package then getting pumped over into the stripe checkout and then from there you know it'll send back the st- usual stripe events to say hey someone's completed you got to deal with it yeah so it's how do you um how are you foreseeing keeping the packages defined in your database here in sync with what's in Stripe? I suspect that's going to be a bit of an effort, but you can actually send, um, you can send keys over into Stripe as well and use that as metadata into, so when someone signs up, you can actually say to Stripe, okay, they're signing up to this particular product and here's some metadata I want you to use on the subscription. So if it's successful, I want you to send me back that metadata to tell me what they chose. Right. So I can then link the two together. Yeah, yeah. We did yeah. find, I think that's what we used to do is used to create the Stripe. We used to create these plans in Stripe and we used to have a, I think, I, I'm, and I'm going off, I haven't up, looked at the social pinpoint stuff for like five years, I don't think so, um, or maybe three. So I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was like we made like a, a standard in the i you know how you can create the id of your plan yourself in yeah Stripe? that's right yeah so yeah. we created like this 
syntax where then you'd know what certain ah, like things an SKU were. or something. Yeah, yeah, and then our system could easily like work some stuff out of that. And maybe we just mm. weren't using metadata right or it could have been earlier. Who knows? Oh, Stripe's but, evolved a lot in the last few years. Like the API's changed. Yeah. That's why I was asking that actually because I wonder how it, it was not great with the play. It was pretty simple in the early days and I think yeah. it's got way better now. And it's yeah, they've got a pretty management. good concept now where you, you define your product in Stripe and that'll be your, your individual plan or your basic plan or your, your pro, pro plan. And then what you can do is when someone goes to subscribe to it, you can pass along some metadata through the um the event, sorry, the you creating um the session. So you're creating yep. a Stripe session, right? And you can pass some metadata into that that says, This person is this is their user ID, this is what I want you to pay attention to, and I want to want you to keep track of all this information I give you so that if they successfully sign up, Stripe will then send you a webhook and it'll say, okay, so-and-so has actually complete, successfully completed a sign-up. Oh, and by the way, here's all the metadata you told me you wanted to know about if they were successful. And then you yeah. could then cross-check that and link that back into your own system. Yeah, yeah, cool. Actually, you know, the other thing that I did do, and I now can't remember how we – yes, actually, we we had – plan types or something which were called like add-ons and they could so we yeah. had a reference from the plan back to itself because then you could have effectively add-ons on a plan like you know like in your case it might be like sub packages of a package which added like extra little things on oh, that's um cool. and they also could have features so you know that yeah. way you could have like a you know i don't know whatever some you know you you add this module onto the product yeah. and then, you know, it's $30 a month, but then that enabled features X, Y, Z. So um, cool. that's the only probably thing in that, that I could see you yeah, might doesn't be exist missing. In my yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we ran, we did run into that and we actually use that mm. a lot as well. Mm. Um, again, yeah. Stripe's probably got a better way to doing that now. Who knows? But Yeah. Well, um, I, I've <laughs> obviously come a long way because it was only, I don't know, two or three episodes ago when I was saying to you, Cole, man, Stripe documentation. Oh, Whoa, yeah. I'm in a whole, I'm in a yeah, world yeah. of pain. So I've, I've evolved a lot since then, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. Did you, because um, I remember we, we've talked about that. I was like, isn't it like, isn't there like just heaps of different generations of stuff? Like, did you find out, like, were you always looking in the right spot or were you looking at things that might it was have been just, older or like? It was just a case of um, not being immersed enough into the concepts yet and right. not having enough contextual mm. knowledge to know what I was looking at. And then yeah. after a while it sinks in, you just go, uh-huh. I'm gotcha. getting it. I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm grokking what you're talking about here. Got it. Cool. Okay. Right. The model's sinking into my head. I've got a mental model now. All right. I understand. Yeah. It's one of those things. <laughs> did you find, um, did you get any benefit and maybe you did or didn't of like going into their interface and playing around and adding stuff and then yeah. you worked out what their API was? Is that, yeah. They've that got brilliant. Um, they've got brilliant sand pits and, and heaps of heaps of Doco. Like they've yeah. got Doco for um, examples of so many different code and load, um, programming languages and frameworks. So mm. you can say, oh, I'm building my thing on Ruby and I'm, you know, it's on Rails and it'll just give you an example or I'm building it on Node and I'm using React. Here's another example. Try that. Yeah. So it's really helpful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I literally saw, you might have seen this, some thread today on Twitter, people saying, give us your best API. Like what's what's the API that makes you smile and be delighted? And there was a lot of people who said Stripe. Yeah, I can see so, why. Yeah, so, there you <laughs> yeah go. it makes sense. Yeah, that's very pretty, well documented. Yeah, very very well these documented, days, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, but man, yeah. that's oh, well. I think um, I think that's not over the top by any and like it's not like you're you know the fact that you've documented the join tables here. You're, you're talking about three objects outside of your user tables. 
Yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty simple. Not too bad. That's awesome, man. I'll, I'll give like, it a crack. Like it. See how I go. <laughs> so, <laughs> Again, I'm learning as I go, right? <laughs> that's 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 the goal. The yeah. whole idea here is I think if, if I build this, you know, if I build this enough, I've got I've basically got a little bit of a um a starting point. If I ever want to start doing some other experiments in the future, I could just literally fork the code base, just start changing and mucking around with the UI and everything else is built. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's like its own SAS starter, is that what you mean? Like, it would be, yeah. 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 Bit yeah. Of boilerplate. <clears throat> it's funny, like, because there's a lot of those starters out there which are really cool and you think, yeah, so I'm going to use one. And you probably do because that's what we did with Social Pinpoint a little bit. It wasn't so yeah. much a SAS starter. But um, the reality is by the time you start your second SAS, like you'd think that starter's like probably way out of date <laughs> sometimes. Could be, yeah. <laughs> Plus you, you kind of want to know it like the back of your hand, don't you? You yeah. want to know you know, want to know everything so you can go fast. That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. I think it's awesome if you're like pumping them out for other people. I think that's yeah, – because oh, yeah. so many people – I mean, we do too. Like you waste so much time doing stuff that other people have – you know, it's yeah. all the same stuff. People expect – that sign, like you're doing now, the sign-up flow and how you pay for yeah. things and plans. If you're doing something different, the people are probably like scratching their heads going, what? Yeah. why? <laughs> hey, yeah. question. What do you think about that as a concept? Like for those who, you know, go and build software products or web applications or things like that for other people all the time, that's their day-in, day-out job. They might be building, you know, a number of these in any given year. Yeah. Whereas you're building a SaaS, you're basically kind of, building it once and sticking with it for several years. Yeah, so yeah, totally. There's a difference there, isn't there? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've never loved the idea of just pumping stuff out for other people as a, I guess, as a career. I mean, as a contracting thing where you're just, you know, doing stuff, I think that's fine. But um, I, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't love it. I, like, I feel like you want to have something that's yours and you, you get yeah. to see it evolve. But, I mean, I guess that's just different type. The, the best part about doing lots of them, I think early on in your career, you just do you do learn a lot when you mm -hmm. see a lot of different business models, what people are trying to do. If you get to play with, you know, different tech on how you might, you know, like if you've done a Node, SaaS, someone's done a Ruby, someone's done a whatever, you get to see all the different ways you can do it. So there's probably mm -hmm. heaps of value in that. Whereas if you're stuck in one for say 15 years, you sort of yeah, it's got, cool, you know your product. To but, evolve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably back to square one when you start another one because you're like, uh, I don't know if. How we ended up as the yep. right, right way. Yeah, well, that's cool, man. That's no, you've been going well, uh, Dan. Um, actually, one thing I totally sort of off the, well, you know, take a ninety degree turn here now. I just I forgot to bring up in my update was um, we were helping out trying to revive a LinkedIn group called CSA Community, which is Customer Success Australia. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, and it's run by three. Um, well, I think it was started by two. They're just Aussie CSMs in different. You know, I think one's in Melbourne, one was in Sydney. I might be wrong there. Um, but then one of them's pretty busy. He actually runs some stuff around, I think it's snowboarding or something. So he's quite busy. Um, so they ended up with another person involved. Um, but you know, and then and this is pretty, you know, this is around the COVID stuff where they're trying to get like meetups happening virtually and well, in person where they could. But then obviously since, you know, in the last couple of years or the last 18 months, it's sort of stagnated and it's got, you know, they've got, I don't know, Two, 200, 300 different users and followers of this community. Yeah. Um, but it hasn't grown so much. And so that was because we're doing LinkedIn outreach. We went, well, you know, we, we don't want to come, come in as a vendor pushing anything. It's not that, but it's like, mm. you know, let's get involved in the CS community in Australia and try and um, 
promote not only in person but more virtual events and so yeah, yeah. The, the guys were nice enough to have us on board we've had like weekly calls with them we had our first sort of virtual meetup with just people last week just to see you know we only got a few but um the idea is if we do it consistent enough yeah eventually and we're going to try for a newcastle and a melbourne just beers just get people in nice. a pub see what yeah. happens and you know like like Casual this podcast meetup, yeah. man just do it we don't need to totally go over the top in terms of prep let's just get people together that's see a nice how idea it goes. and and i think you know targeting again going back to the whole traction of use a lot is like just finding that niche and if our niche happens to be australia for 12 months or 18 months well that's good let's just do that yeah. you know what i mean so plus um, being involved with the community is always fun you know you is. get to you get to stay you know on the pulse you get to share things and also you get to have other people give them the opportunity to share things as well and that's just fun yeah, yeah. and the guys have really been receptive because i'm a little bit of um you know i'm quite opinionated sometimes i'm trying to be less but you know one of my things with cs is i want it to be and I don't think this is my idea by any means. It's, it's a company-wide thing. It's not a department, mm. even though we do call customer success a department. So what I've sort of told these guys, is I'd love to build this community so it's not a community. It's ironically not a community of customer success managers. It's actually nice. a customer success community, which yeah. means I'm trying to reach out and start thinking about who, what product people I can bring in, what founders or CEOs or CTOs into this community because yep. it, that's customer success. So Very cool. Hey, if we can achieve that, man, I'd be, I'd be happy. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I reckon that's a brilliant yeah. idea, you know, just staying in touch, being part of it. It just, just makes it fun as well. Just yeah. increase your uh, surface area of who you're you know, connecting with. That's the way to do it, man. Yeah. I mean- it also makes it enjoyable. Otherwise, otherwise, we're just sitting here looking at screens all the time. No, nah, so, totally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I think people, I don't know, I think people are a little bit out of the whole, off the whole Zoom webinar thing. I mean, we're going to be doing a few of them as well, but I think yeah. people are quite happy to go to events now. Um, yeah, for sure. They might not want the whole structured stuff. Maybe they do. I guess that's what we'll play around with. But, yeah, you know, yeah, just get out and, and have some fun and meet other people. Because, I mean, they're all doing the same things. And I think CS particular, CSMs, I should say, you know, they're struggling. I mean, in this downturn, like this issue, you know, we've seen lots of layoffs in CS and, you know, you know, belt tightening. Um, mm, and, mm. you know, it affects them. I don't know it affects everyone, but it affects affects them heavily, I think, because they're, they're seen as, you know, responsible for the largest chunk of of the revenue of a SaaS company. So I feel yeah. like it does land on them um, probably not where it should all the time, but at the end of the day it does. And and so they're going through, they've got these challenges and the best way is get them together, talk about them. Everyone yeah, nice. understand that they're not alone and, and obviously try to solve it as well. So Brilliant. Yeah, Good so work. that's what I've been doing. And hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully in the next few weeks we'll um, – We'll get some movement on some of the, the web traffic. You never know, but we'll see what happens. We'll just keep monitoring it. Uh, yeah, have you actually got the analytics connected up to it? And Yeah, yeah. Just have, I mean, we are using GA4, which I'm banging my head against the wall. Yeah. Bit, but I actually <laughs> did try. So I tried Fathom. So yep. funny. I plugged, but you got to pay in a month. It's like, what is it? It's like 15 or 20 bucks a month, which to me, yep. where we're at, I'm like, GA4 will be fine for what I don't. But anyway, I plugged it in as a trial. And I, th I think this was pre-going away um, uh, when I went up to Port Douglas. I whacked it in. Actually, I don't even know if I told Charles about this because he wouldn't have noticed it because I plugged it in and then came back like I had a reminder of my calendar like cancel Fathom, like, you know, and I went, oh, crap, yeah, I forgot I did that. So I opened up Fathom and I'm like, it's got no data. I was like, what? What is it? And I'm looking around, I'm looking around. And then I went, and so like I still had like a week left or whatever. <laughs> and I went, oh, maybe, I don't know, maybe something's happened and I'm, 
can't even remember what I did. I think I fiddled with a few things and went, oh, that's not working. I don't know. And anyway, I cancelled Fathom and I went into Webflow to undo like the custom code thing. Oh. I'd pasted it in, but yeah. I can't remember what someone, one of us or someone had put a style in there as well. <laughs> and I pasted it like inadvertently, I'd pasted it like in between the, yeah, the, the gotcha. style tag. So it was gotcha. actually just in a comment. The whole Fathom. So it, was, it was completely <laughs> invisible. <laughs> it wasn't even running. So, oh. poor, so poor Fathom. I will give him another go. I just uh, I thought at this time I'm like got bigger yeah. problems. But yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I mean, it wasn't really like we weren't going to use it. So it wasn't anything I was even looking at. It was just something I was trialing on the side. And purely because I think it's Transistor, you know, they got the Fathom ID and the yeah. thing. And I thought I should go try that because people, you know, people rate it yeah. <laughs> so yeah should actually i hear we're, we're sort of starting to get into a uh more of a gdpr world now with analytics yeah. as well so it's yeah. going to be harder and harder to actually attribute um you know where people yeah. are coming from <clears throat> yeah so. yeah totally whether or not you agree with it or not but um mm. yeah it's mm. crazy no mm. cool man well hey yeah we that's a pretty good catch-up hopefully yeah. we'll um we will dan and i are talking everyone about you know episodes we'll we'll keep doing that and actually have some topics but um you know if, like always if anyone else have has topics or questions sending them in to us for sure yeah you gotta reach out to us on x aka twitter i still call it twitter <laughs> i'm mr dan miller and you are i'm at gummo on yeah on x i guess yep. yeah <laughs> and, hit uh, us up. yeah if you're out on linkedin too hit me up as well because obviously i've been spending a little bit more time there but i'm also always happy um to chat on twitter yeah and if you have been listening since the start or if you've joined in, you know, after a few episodes in and this is, you know, you've gotten back, this has turned up in your feed again, let us know. We want to actually hear from you. So give us a buzz. Say, hey, Cole, Dan, I've been listening to you. I heard you call out. I'm just getting back to you. We want to know what you're thinking, what you like about the show. If you've got any ideas and you've got any suggestions or maybe you might want to be a guest on the show. Who knows? Give us a yell and we'd love to hear from you. But other than that, Cole, I've enjoyed catching up with you this week. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Dan, and uh, stay warm down there, and um, I'll speak to you next time. No worries, mate. See you next time.